leaders and happy new year. Welcome back to our Bible stays for life kids training podcast. I'm Kimba and I'm here with Jennifer and Landon. So I have to ask both of you, um, which do you prefer? Do you take down all your Christmas decorations right, right away? Or do you get ready for the new year? Or do you long for Christmas to linger a little while longer? That's a good question. So I know people have really strong opinions about this one, but for us, my daughter has a birthday three days after Christmas. So I always make sure to have every, all the Christmas decorations taken down before that. Cause it's so tough to have your birthday right at Christmas time. People are, you know, your friends are gone. It's hard to throw a party. So I just want to make her feel special. Just, you know, she, her birthday is as special as everyone else's. Of course. Yeah. And then like that, that's gotta be kind of ideal though. She gets to celebrate Christmas and it's a fun time and then everything goes away and then boom, it's another celebration <laughs> she gets to take part of. So it sounds awesome. And you know, it's tough to know when the right time is to take down the tree. Yeah, some people have a, have a very strict line that, that after this date, it's got to go down. Other people just kind of let it flow uh, into the new year. Uh, but I don't know when I, I take the tree down, some of my happiness goes into the box along with the tree. When I put it there, it's just, it's, it's hard. <laughs> I am right there with you, Landon. I hate taking the tree down. Like I love putting up the tree. I love it the whole month. And then I'm not ready to take it down. In fact, one year we took down all the decorations off of the tree, but then kept the tree up. We have an artificial tree, so we could do that. And we kept it up for another like two more weeks with just the lights. And it was so pretty just with the lights on there. So I don't know. I, I like to have Christmas linger a little longer. <laughs> so that actually just leads us right into the lesson for the week, um, because we are going to just let Christmas linger a little longer as we talk about the wise men who came from afar to bring gifts to Jesus and to worship him. Yeah, Kimba, I love this story. It's full of mystery and full of conflict and, and enjoyment, too. It's got all the elements of a great story that draws people in, especially kids. And the Bible's full of incredible stories. It definitely is. It's also very visual. So everyone, kids included, can imagine the wise men traveling from this far off place, following a star in the sky. And in fact, leaders, I would guess that a good number of your kids spent time traveling over Christmas break. So they may have gone to another state or city or across town. But I think for preschoolers, especially focusing on the wise men's travels might be a good way to really engage them with this story. That is definitely a great tip, Jennifer, because I remember traveling as a kid, we would go lots of places and travel many, many, many hours in the car. And I would get so bored and so tired. And, you know, our kids have it easy today. We've got the DVD player that we can put in and we didn't, you know, we played all those games that you play, like looking at the license plates. Did y'all ever play that game? You know, where you try to find every light, all the 50 States on the license plate. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and slug bug, you know, you get punched oh, in yeah. the arm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did that. <laughs> So I, I think that is a great tip just to, you know, focus on the traveling aspect of the story. It can really help kids relate to them as you point out how traveling was much, much harder in Bible times. And it took all the effort for the wise men to travel. That means that they really wanted to go where they were going. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they really had to to really see who they wanted to see. Um, you know, think about a kid nowadays saying, hey, are, are we there yet? No, we got 20 more minutes. And that time, if they were to ask, hey, are we there yet? So actually, we have a few more months to go, buddy. You're going to need to strap in a little bit. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so true. So true. And uh, leaders, help your kids see just how important seeing Jesus is to these wise men. It was so important that they were willing to travel miles and miles to come to Bethlehem just to catch a glimpse of him and worship him. So encourage your kids to understand that Jesus hasn't changed. The more we get to know him today, the more we will want to see him and be with him. We see that this is incredibly valuable, just as the wise men saw back then. After all, Jesus is worth all the effort. He's worthy of all of our praise. Uh, yes, he is. And a great place to start with our older kids and preteens is to ask them what makes the wise men so wise. I mean, these men have been astrologers of sorts, a reader of stars, but Jesus isn't a typical king. You know, he was living at a modest little home with a mother and father of humble means, not in a great big palace. Yet these circumstances didn't deter the wise men or make them question Jesus's divinity. They obviously expected him to be in a palace because they went to Herod's first, and they had to contend with his attempts at manipulating them into telling him where Jesus was. I see what you're saying, Jennifer. The wise men were wise because they weren't led by external appearances. They knew Jesus is the Messiah, even if he arrives through humble means. They also discerned Herod was a liar and a manipulator, so they chose to return home another way. The wise men knew who to trust and who not to. Yeah, yeah, that's an important thought, Kim, but it's it's so applicable for our older kids and for our preteens to understand. Like, they can get it. They look to God to give them help with discernment because, as the old saying goes, you can't read a book by its cover. And leaders, your kids are probably learning a ton right now, and they may feel like there's a ton they don't know about life. And and to an extent, that's true. But of course, God can lead them all the way through it. So encourage them to ask God for the wisdom of the wise men, especially wisdom to fully see who Jesus is. And leaders, as always, take a little time to consider the levels of biblical learning for your age group. How can you teach that concept through this Bible story? And leaders, thank you for such a great year and for all the work that you have poured into these kids. Your impact really does make a difference. You may not see the fruit um, of your efforts every week, but you are truly making a difference in the lives of these kids. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. And hey, we'll see you next year for a brand new unit covering the life of Jesus and his plan of salvation for all people. Have a great week, everyone. Yes, let's start off this new year strong. Bye, everyone.